This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking wall. That's what you say, man. I supposed to be a franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. Welcome to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me via the Skype, as usual now, Dave Feudernick, John Hill. Welcome, guys. It's, it's really nice not having to see you guys in person. I know. That's wonderful. great. It's big, wonderful. Big, big show today. We're going to react to all the recent stuff. Then we got Javier Pasquera coming on to break down the draft for us. This will probably be a two-hour episode. I mean, let's be honest. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tight, I mean, tight, I actually tight, tight. went I went back and listened to our draft episode from last year, and that was a big one, too. Um, that was good. I remember I was flying somewhere, yeah. and, I, and I listened to it, and I was like, oh, this is, this, it was good. God, it was it was incredible. It was it was, it was probably it was one, one, one of the finer uh, super hoopers. <laughs> I was like, wow, we used to have such a good podcast. I don't know, I don't know what happened. What did we? Uh, how did we do? Yeah. Were we good? Oh, Were we wrong? Oh, oh, draft takes so good. Obviously, nice. never wrong. Hashtag top, never wrong. Here never was wrong. Like, here was our top five: Dantich, JJJ, Wendell Carter, SGA, and Trey Young. Pretty Ooh. fucking good. Pretty oh, great. Wow. wow. Nailed it. SG, SGA, nice. SGA at, at four. You hit him at four? That's, yeah, yeah. Well, I had him at four, and you just kind of agree with me, John. Oh, so. Okay, nice. Tight, tight. That's <laughs> what's going to happen tonight, too. I, yeah, I know the, nothing about these guys. <laughs> the, uh, I, I, assume, I assume Kevin Knox was six, or? Uh, uh, no, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Knox, he, he wasn't on the. We didn't where, really where, talk about him. Where, we didn't really talk up? about him. What was Mitchell Robinson? Uh, uh, we missed. We missed. We missed Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> missed that, that was, yeah, that was a huge one. miss on us. Uh, our only, our only thing we really got wrong is that we red flagged Marvin Bagley. I'd say that we didn't like. Oh. We didn't like Mar- Mar- John. John didn't like Marvin Bagley because his first Instagram post uh, uh, was him with a cop. So, <laughs> <laughs> John, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. You know what's really funny? Uh, the the cop thing will come back up tonight. Okay, okay. I found, uh, I found yeah. another. I found another All little right. snitch oh, yeah. boy. I, actually, I should explain. So, for those listeners who don't remember last year's, who didn't just listen to last year's pod. The way we break down the draft is we go through the, all the social media channels and we glean what we can just from their social media, just yep. to see what type of guys these are. Yeah, uh, we also red flagged DeAndre Ayton and Michael Porter Jr., which is looking good. Oh, oh fair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Michael Porter Jr. known scumbag. <laughs> yeah, no, well, known scumbag, and also does not have functioning back. So, <laughs> right, like, right, right. I mean, you can, as as uh, you know, as I think uh, you know, several NBA players have proven, you can be a good NBA player as a scumbag, but you need a yes, spine. Yes. I mean, you oh, need yeah. a working spine. Yeah. Uh, no, Jason Kidd's 
Jason Kidd's back was fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Iverson, great back. Great yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Human uh, one, of, one of the one of the all time great backs. <laughs> one of the great ones. Uh, but, but, well, ironically, one of the all-time great backs was Dwight Howard. I mean, Dwight Howard, that wonderful <laughs> that's, back oh, and true. shoulder, and also notorious scumbag. <laughs> I don't know if he's a scumbag. But no, he, didn't he, he hurt his back? No. Oh, yeah, he hurt his back. But at one point, at his one backside. Point, his backside. Uh, yeah, he, he backside. <laughs> Whoa, Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. Come on. We have to cut that out now. <laughs> no, um, he hurt his butt. The one oh, yeah, he didn't hurt his butt. Okay, no, he, he had just the hurt, butt. He did he hurt his butt. butt. That's right, right. He did hurt his butt. He hurt his butt this year. That's a legit one. Okay, that's what you're – Okay, that's okay. Probably, probably from diabetes because of all the Skittles he's eaten in four games. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow, Super uh, became anti-diabetes real quick, <laughs> um, which is which is half my timeline probably. Yeah, let's say no Wilford Brimley podcast. Get, get out of here. <laughs> oh, does he have diabetes? He used yeah, to do those commercials. The, the diabetes. Do you know? Tom, do you know Tom Hanks has diabetes too? Does he? Yeah, I think oh, he might have got rid of it though. Now I love it. <laughs> uh, I mean, he might have got rid of it though, you know, because you once you can get rid of it. That's the, the, the second type by like just yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Depending you mean on what type, type you have. two, not the type second two. type. You mean type right. two? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, second, the second type. Yeah. The sequel. The, the sequel. Second, the second time. The sequel. Um, all right, oh, let's man. talk. Should we talk? We we got a lot of stuff to get to. First of all, we have not had a podcast since the Raptors won the title. Wow. Yep. wow. Congrats. Congrats to the Raptors. Surreal time. We always, we always believed in them. We always knew they were going to win. Always, always knew. Never wrong. I did no. not. I, did, I, I never picked the Bucks and maybe pitched a Game of Zones Bucks scene that would definitely work, <laughs> have worked better if the Bucks won the East. So, yep. But uh, great finals, though. Like One of the reasons why I don't know anything about the draft is I was paying attention to the finals. The past two years... During the entire finals, finals I was researching the draft because we all knew right. who was going to win. I or, mean, or 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 Colangelo, uh, Colangelo. Oh yeah, it was deep. Was I was deep. Oh, yeah, yeah, put the Sherlock so hat on for that. Solved that case. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, but, it was a fun final. So that that last game was exciting. All, all the games were it was exciting. So exciting. All the games were really exciting. The last game was phenomenal. Game five was phenomenal. I was trying to think like, was this your favorite finals to watch? Like, can you think ever? Like in your lifetime, which ones for me? Like obviously the Lakers Celtics one was incredible. Like the one where the yeah, Lakers, that was that was amazing. The one where the Lakers won. The, the, the that one obviously as a Lakers fan. Or I, uh, I'm a former Lakers fan though. I'm oh, fucking yeah. all we'll, we'll out. Get yeah, oh, we'll, we'll get, get back to that. We'll get back to that. But um, that was incredible. And then the Dallas, the Dallas, Dallas beating Miami. Uh, that one was amazing. That one yeah, was, what a- that was probably my favorite in my lifetime. What about LeBron being the Warriors? That wasn't one of your favorites? Well, I don't like LeBron, and I was a big Warriors fan, so that was not. And also, that series wasn't that good. Game 7 was good, but the rest of those games. Game 7 was the rest Every of those game games, was a blowout. Yeah, yeah the rest of those games true. were not as not as good. But that Game so, 7, though, was. Oh, that Game 7 that was, was amazing. That was up there. That's that one of the great greatest, games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, greatest yeah. games ever. I remember yeah. I remember where I was, where I watched it with my family. So, um, I have a particular spot for the 2001 where uh, Iverson stepped over Tyrone Lue, won game one. Game two was really <laughs> close, too. And then, then they got their ass kicked. I watched, well, we would have known Ty, Ty Lue uh, would, would get a, a ring as a coach after that happened. I, 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 watched, I remember watching that game one. I was studying abroad in Chile, Santiago, Chile, watching that game one with like all the other study abroad students. And that's when I realized... Oh, just- 
Eating a little sea bass. Eating a little, drinking a little red wine. I, I, I don't forget what we were doing, but I, we were drinking whatever the Escudo, I think, is the beer there. Uh, and Pisco. They drink this terrible hard liquor called Pisco. But anyways, uh, that's when I realized Iverson was hot because all the girls were like talking about how hot Iverson was. And I was like, oh, is he, is he hot? And they're like, yeah, he's like so sexy. Um, and it was in Spanish. And I just remember the announcer would always go, cuidate con Shaq. And I thought it was, <laughs> thought it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah so. no, it was a good finals. It was great. I mean, a yeah. lot of back and I, forth. You never know. It always felt like besides the horrible injuries, it was. Oh yeah, uh, it yeah. Great. Besides yeah. Uh, the horrible injuries, man, you should have saw me. Clay, Clay went down, and woo, I was doing cartwheels. I was, I was telling. <laughs> no, nah, just joking. Why Clay you put, hate Clay? No, nah, I was just joking about nah, celebrating. He's joking injuries. about. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait. I don't. I don't get the joke. He's joking. Oh, oh, because he loves injuries. Sorry, that's the joke. I forgot. I you forgot. Texted, I forgot. I stole your joke that you texted. I forgot. And you forgot. I forgot. Jeez, Sorry, man. I forgot. I forgot. John was a big fan of injuries. Sorry, yeah. I forgot yeah, that from yeah, last yeah. week. Sorry, yeah. baby brain, baby brain, baby brain. That was uh, that was amazing that he walked back in and take the free throws. Oh, legendary! Oh, what was, a champ! What legendary. a champ! With a torn, with a torn ACL. Come on now! Wow! Oh yeah! All right. Well, congrats to the Raptors. Surreal. Yeah. It, it never, it never felt real. Even down to when they won no. and that they had to wait ten minutes to actually win. <laughs> I know <laughs> that was that was so right. weird. That it was, was a, the perfect yeah. ending to a finals that like, every game <laughs> felt like it wasn't real like is this actually right. happening are the, are the raptors actually winning even game Draymond six, just chris webering yeah it's like even 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 game six where i'm like wait are they actually going to win on the road in or in the last game in oracle is steph curry really going to miss a game winning three-pointer um did you see that steph stat he's like oh for 20 I know. on on shots with like 20 seconds left hey, he he hey. really look I love Steph. I'm a big believer in Steph, but he did not really step up when they needed him. Eh, I mean, I'll, I will always defend him and just, you know, take the party line that he was the only guy and they had three he, dudes on him. Ste- so, yeah, he stepped up in uh, game five, though. Yeah, he stepped up in game three. Like, he played as well as he could in game three. He just couldn't get yeah, the win. Yeah, he scored like 50 points. Yeah, because yeah. there was. No, I get uh, it. But, like, look. Every, not what we're used to seeing. Not what you're used to seeing. And also, like, the best of the I, – I get it. You're triple teamed, whatever. But you're supposed to be, like, top three player, top four player. And you, you find ways. You know, Kawhi found ways. LeBron found ways. KD could find ways. You know what I mean? It's just right. a little disappointing that in the fourth quarter when you when KD and Clay goes down, you're like, Steph, you got you to gotta figure it out somehow, right? Like, that's why you're considered one of the best of all time. Well, he'll he'll come back. Don't worry. The Warriors no, no, will. No, no, I'm I'm totally like I'm not. This isn't a big picture knock on Steph by any means, but I'm gonna call it how I see it. Like he just, you know, you needed him to step up, and he, right, he, you he needed didn't. to have, he he needed to have more gas in the tank. Like you know, he didn't. I mean, I you, mean, and you know a lot about that, John, as someone who gets tired after 30 seconds of physical activity. I know that was the thing. I was <laughs> like, right. Steph kind of looks like me right now. What's going on? Yeah, he needs yeah. to look more like Fred Van Fleet. Oh, uh, dude. Oh, legend. Oh, legend. Right? The best legend. was that one clip legend. of of Vleet of, of having the ball and Steph calling uh, calling off of him to guard oh, Danny yeah. Green in the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, he needs his rest. He needs his rest. Come on. I'll defend my guy. I'll defend oh, my guy. Also, Danny Green really 
really escaped an all-time <laughs> own yeah. head move. He, yeah. Danny oh my God. They interviewed him and Danny Green was like, yeah, I thought the game was over and I had cost us the game. And I was like, done. But. Someone on Twitter tried to argue with me that he did a great job. I was like, bros had zero points that game. Literally, Danny Green had zero points that game. Has yeah, the and ball. threw the ball away. Yeah. He doesn't, hey. he just has to hold the ball. There was, the shot clock was off. All he has to do is get fouled or stand there. Yeah. And instead, he just throws the ball away, and he would have been eviscerated. If you ma- imagine throwing the ball away and scoring zero points that game. Mm. Like, I would, I, yeah, that's he, probably what I would do if I was yeah. in the game. I, yeah, I, I yeah. can imagine it. Yeah. So, like, uh, he got saved. Good for him. I know. Good tell for him. That, tell that bro in, on Twitter to talk to Danny Green. Danny Green will tell him what a terrible <laughs> game he <had>. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He still oh, had a man. plus seven. He still had a plus seven for that game. All right, let's <laughs> congrats to the Raptors. Let's get to yeah, uh, let's get to the AD trade. Oh, Anthony Maro, Anthony Davis, future Mello Laker two, legend. Mellow trade two point oh. Mellow trade, Nets <laughs> trade two point oh. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's go down what he was traded for. Do we do we have enough time? There's that. Yeah, yeah, also, 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 seriously, the, what it, what he's been traded for has changed so many times, so many reports. So who knows if this is correct? <laughs> and I even saw it wrong places. Like even today, I was like looking at articles. I'm like, that's not. I don't think that was a package. And having to check multiple sites to figure out what the package actually is. Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, this year's first round pick, the number four pick, the 2021 first round pick. If it's in the top eight, if it's not in the top eight, it becomes a 2022 pick unprotected. 2023 pick swap. 2024 first round pick. If they don't like the 2024 first round pick, they can take the 2025 first round pick. God. That is the package. Woo! <laughs> why don't you guys why don't you guys tell me what you think of the trade? because uh, I obviously <laughs> have my thoughts. But I, I, I want to hear your thoughts first. I, I think we, we just need to hear from uh, Magic Johnson, who tweeted, Great job, Rob Palenka. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. So good. Uh, I'd like to start off by saying, uh, of, once again, I was right and Matt was wrong. Oh, we the Lakers have deal. The Lakers deal definitely got better. We're going to have waiting. this fight at, at the top of this trade? Come on, come on, come on, John. I'm just saying. I, I, mean, I don't think there's a fight there. I mean, why it's definitely we, a better deal than what they were offered before. Why don't we just agree on what we were right on, which was that the Celtics would never part with Jason Tatum and would therefore never get Anthony Davis, which we said which, the entire fucking which, time. Which all is like these, uh, not, not giving up Jalen Brown for uh, Kawhi yeah, all over again. All these <laughs> morons for the past three years talked about how the Celtics package was the best package. No one was going to beat the Celtics. They have all these assets. The Super Hoopers stay bringing the truth, saying the Celtics would never trade from. Um, yeah, we can start with there. But. The, the rumored package at the deadline, the rumored package at the trade deadline was Hart, Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, and two or three first-round picks. So it's not that much different than what the actual current package was. There's a pick swap added in there, and, and Kuzma's taken out. So it's a similar well, package on, to the trade hold deadline. Hold on. It's also the guaranteed fourth pick versus what right. was supposed to be the 10th or 12th. Well, what were they? The 14th fourth team? Well, look, if you, I mean, if they would have got the pick at the dead, if they would have got the pick at the deadline, it would have become the fourth pick. So, yeah, I mean, I don't value know. Value wise, the, you had a, a 2% chance at the number four pick or a guaranteed four pick. And that is huge. But just because luck, they lucked out doesn't, I mean, like, but they didn't I mean, luck out. This is like, this was like, 
the pick is definitely the number four pick. This is a I know. good pick. Versus, my, my point, hey, you have a two percent chance of it being the four no, pick. This is way. Point, it's better. the same. It's basically the same Plus package. The pick swaps. It's a basic. Well, no, but the pick shop with Kuzma taken out, you could think of Kuzma and the pick swap as being. But you're guaranteed the number four pick versus some random picks. That's huge. That is that is the game changer right there. I know, because but it's like. I, I just don't – my argument at the trade deadline was like the the package is not going to get better. Like the Lakers are not going to – like the package is not going to get better over time and you risk Anthony Davis getting traded. Well, I was arguing they shouldn't have made the trade back in February and I don't see how I, w- I was wrong. Like that pick would have turned into the number four pick. So – No, but it's better because there's – I understand there's a, a number four pick is better. unknown. The Lakers giving up their, their expected top 12 pick does not – have the same value as the guaranteed number I know, four but pick. If from so the, the Lakers, pick is just sta- absolutely better because this is what they're actually I, getting, not a hypothetical. I know, but from the Lakers standpoint, it's the same thing. It's you giving up your. Anyways, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we could both claim victory on this, and also I think it's a huge <laughs> difference in that. I mean, you're dealing with a different GM too, and I feel like Griffin's like so much smarter, which is why he got. I would rather have the pick swap than Kuzma. Like I actually don't think Kuzma is. I mean, no, Kuzma, and I that's think, the other thing you're saying too. It's like you get the fourth pick, which is better. Yeah, and the pick swaps. The deal got significantly better. I like the package better. I think it's a better package, but I think a lot of that has to do with Griffin just being a better negotiator and actually engaging with him. And that's part of why you wait because you know you're going to fire dumbass Del That's true. That's true. And get a better deal. That's true. But plus, I just don't. Plus, I, also the, seeing the, something as the league changes, as you see Clay go down, as you see KD go down, now a team is more desperate. As you see Kawhi work out. Now you see teams go, oh, this might be true. As the Lakers pick conveys, you know. Sometimes waiting is way better. And this has been borne out. And once again, I was right. But hey, who's keeping yeah, count except every uh, uh, listener? Also, Anthony Davis could have tore ACL. I mean, he did get injured. Like he did he did limp off the court before the All-Star game. So it's like, I mean, he could have he could have had a serious injury, and then boop, there goes your trade. Yeah, they were sitting his ass. He no. wasn't getting hurt. Yeah, he barely, he barely played. He, barely he, got, played. he literally got injured. He literally got injured and had to be helped off the court. So, I mean, that actually happened. I don't know if you all remember it, but it actually happened. Um, well, so did uh, Ingram. Ingram got hurt, too. No, I know. I know. I'm yeah. just saying I would have taken – well, I mean, I'll, look. Yeah, anyway, you're right. Matt, you're right. No, the, I listeners, mean, like, the listeners know I'm right. We can I, just it, move on. It, we it, can just move on. Obviously, it worked out. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. I don't want to be laborious. I don't want to belabor the point. Yes. Uh, the the trade itself, though. What do you? Uh, who won the trade? What do you think about the trade? Go ahead. We don't Dave. know. We don't. We don't know yet. You don't. You I mean. Know, I mean. It's, where's the, where's the <laughs> takes, Dave? It's, it's, motherfucker. It's. it's st- <laughs> I mean, Give me a goddamn on, take. On, on paper, this ain't the goddamn looks- low post where you get to equivocate <laughs> and be like, whoa, whoa. There's a number of multiple timelines so, that could play so out. We like, really can't judge the various. Pick implications into the future. I'm just waiting for the live read uh, for uh, ZipRecruiter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zip oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, this is a, if, this is low, <laughs> if this is a low post, we'll be on our 20th live read by now. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, like, as somebody who still has PTSD from the Mellow trade, I, like, I, there's, there's, I, there's no way of looking at it right now and not thinking that the Lakers got completely fleeced. And they're, like, you can just imagine – LeBron and AD both injured next year. You just you just see it right now. They're both they both get hurt. Also, uh, I, like it's it's also easy to kill Rob Blinka because he's a fucking moron. So because <laughs> he's a, a a chachi moron. This here's the thing. This will sound like I'm taking 
it down the middle, but I actually believe this. I think both sides won mm. because they're bo- they're on different timelines. Can you can you explain how the Lakers won this trade, Joe? Because they got a top ten player in the league to pair up against with the top now with KD Hurt, the number one player in the world. Mm. So you have now geared up. There wait, is, Kawhi's, wait, Kawhi's coming too? Kawhi, hey, yeah. Kawhi, might, hey, be coming. Maybe. Kawhi maybe. might be coming. It's true. They're interesting him. Although because LeBron Plank is a fucking moron, it doesn't seem like they have max cap space. So. True, true. That might happen too. <laughs> right. Um, right. For the Lakers, like, is, I mean, honestly, is there a better one-two than LeBron and Kawhi in the league? Uh, LeBron and AD, you mean? I mean, LeBron and AD. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how healthy LeBron is. Like he but, was but injured saying, last just, year. Just, just let's let's say you rest him or whatever. You get him in the play. Is there a better one too? I'm asking. The, no, if they're both healthy. If they're both not. healthy, probably not. Probably not. Okay. Obviously not. If they're both healthy, so that's definitely what not. the Lakers want because they only have three more years right. with LeBron. So right. that is like you are you are gearing up. It's the same thing the Sixers did, right? It's like they're going in. They're going all in now. That's what they wanted, right? This is what Toronto did. They said, let's go all in. Give me the best player. And, you know, maybe maybe he was going to leave or whatever. But they said, we'll take that risk now. And if you're the Lakers and you know LeBron's 34 and he's you got three more years left and you've been a disaster for the last seven years, I don't think there is a better player you can get that is easily available like this than what I, the I Lakers do. I don't disagree with that. Yes, I, I, obviously, I understand why they did what they did, but no, no. But then on it's the su- it's such it's such a such a huge risk. It is a huge risk. <laughs> and here's the thing: why the Pelicans won is they get all those picks and those pick swaps after LeBron's gone. So they right. might win the trade four years from now, five years from now. They might do yeah, that. When- when Zion is like at his peak. Is at and, his peak. And yeah. let's say LeBron doesn't, you know, LeBron is out. He retires or, you know, he's 37 or whatever. You know, you're starting to get pick swaps. That might be killer for you. And you're going to look yeah. back and say, hey, the Pelicans won. But you could see a world where the Lakers win a championship in two years. And then the Pelicans go on to get four or five picks afterwards that are amazing. They both win. And to be honest... Like you, you, you need a look. Yes, the Raptors went out and they got Kawhi, but you need a supporting cast. Like, uh, you know, like who, like, where's the depth? Like, who, like who's going to be on this team? True. I mean that that is absolutely true, and and that's you know? like another issue. But I would rather, if I was the Lakers, start with LeBron and AD and fill that bench in than and the, Ingram the war, and Lonzo the inju- and the Warrior injuries just like open up the door even more for them now. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I also think, like, look, the Pelicans, like, Brandon Ingram, Matt, you don't think he's good. No, he's not good. And we I don't, don't think so. You also, and his, and his health issues. And his health yeah. issues. Like, yeah. Lonzo? They try to think those, they try to, they and Lonzo's knees. Yeah, Lonzo has health issues, too. Lonzo has health issues and still can't shoot. Josh Hart is was fine his, his rookie year. He seemed like a steal, like was, but then last year he didn't look good too. at all. He, he was, was hurt as well. He was, okay. in, he was playing hurt. So those three players... Uh, we've seen them with LeBron, and what's that? An 11th seed. So it's not no, like the they players were, they got. It's not they like were, the players they got are like outstanding players here. The number fourth pick. A lot of people are saying it's a three-person draft. Who knows? Maybe maybe they hit a steal. 
And then you have a bunch of picks and pick swaps, which I do think will probably be good. But we've seen this with the Nets too, right? We thought the Nets right. picks were going to be terrible. And what they end up being? Not even well, worth anything. <clears throat> the Jason Tatum pick. I mean, that was the Jason that was Tatum Net, pick. Yeah. That was a Nets pick. Yeah. So, so you know. I mean, the Jalen Brown pick it was a three pick. I mean, it just happened to be a bad draft. So, yeah. it was a third right. pick, though. All right, let me so, t- can I so, talk, can so I talk about how be, fucking stupid this, this this trade is already? I mean, yeah. this, come on. I, this d- trade I do is- think I, you know, my only point is I think it's really funny that people didn't like the Lakers core as like being great. And then once they got traded to the Pelicans, now they're like, that's a great core. And no. it's like, <laughs> no, that's so stupid. That's so stupid. That's what I hate. I hate it what Lakers fans have been saying this too. Oh, now you like our young prospects. Now it's not a garbage offer. Now it's not this. Lakers fans, you. Idiots. All right. There's no, <laughs> there's no bigger group of idiots. I would feel the Lakers are so fucked, and I would feel so, I would feel so sorry for the fans if the Lakers fans weren't so stupid to know how fucked they are. Uh, but uh, Lakers fans are like, oh no, now look how much they like our young guys. No motherfucker, they don't like your young guys. They like your f- future first round picks. That's true. what makes That's the trade true. so good. They're yes. like, oh, I thought the package was terrible. Yeah, when the package was, you know, in, a freaking injured Ingram, injured Lonzo, old ass Kuzma, who's probably doesn't play defense. That's that was a terrible package. When you add all your future firsts, when you're going to be when you're going to be terrible, then it becomes a good package. That's the fucking difference. All right, you goddamn dumbest fan base in the league. Um, <laughs> but this trade, no, this trade's a, a disaster. All right, there's nothing good about this trade. There's no from the Lakers standpoint. This is this is. It's 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 mind boggling. Okay, so first of all, they gave up way too much. There's no way you have to give. That's there's no there's no fucking way David Griffin doesn't take, you know, your young core plus one future first. There's and also you kept the wrong guy. Why are you keeping Kuzma? If you're gonna keep a guy, keep Lonzo who plays defense and could distribute, or keep Hart who is a perfect three and D guy to pair with this, 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 you know, your, your, your LeBron and AD. So one, you kept the wrong guy. Okay. Two, you gave up too much. You weren't bidding against anybody else. There's no other rumor package. You know, the Celtics weren't offering anything easily. You could have got this done with your young core and the number four pick and maybe one future first. All right. So you gave up way too much. All right. I see what you're saying, John, AD and LeBron. This is a, this is a magical tandem. The best one, two punch in the league. All right. What? That's wonderful. Okay. If they can stay healthy. Oh, well, you could say, oh, AD was pretty healthy. You know, LeBron has a history of health, uh, you know, except for last year. Well, except LeBron's on the decline. And yes, AD has been healthy, but they're now in the Lakers that has the worst training staff in the league. I know they fired the old training staff and they did an extensive search to find a new one. And guess who they hired? Uh, Kobe's trainer. So they continue just to hire nepotism, like blatant nepotism. So you've paired these two injury prone guys with a terrible training staff. But then you might say, okay, but they'll fill it in. They'll fill it in. Oh, really? Who's gonna Who's gonna be picking the players? The same dude that signed Rondo and fucking Javale McGee and Michael Beasley last year. That's who's That's who's picking the rest of the players. I guess what rumor comes out today they're bringing Rondo back. Hey, moron! You have a guy who's better than Rondo on the goddamn team. His name's Alex Crusoe. Okay. <laughs> you don't need to bring motherfucking Rondo back. All right. You already got him. You already got your backup point guard, and he's bald and looks old. Okay. So, like, yes, if this was our competent, competent, like semi-competent franchise, I might agree that this is okay. It's it's worth the risk. But no way are they going to be able to keep these guys healthy, and no way are they going to are they going to find the right guys. And oh yeah, we haven't even mentioned the fact that their coaching staff has two of the worst assistants ever in Jason Kidd 
and Lionel Hollins. These are two of the most terrible coaches of the last five years. Both of them got their knives out trying to stab your mediocre head coach in the back. So that you add that to the situation. Also add the fact that now it's clear that Clutch Sports runs the Lakers. And Clutch Sports, you know, has all sorts of terrible players in the roster that they're going to try to get there, like they did with KCP the past couple of years. This is a fucking shit show. There's no way the Lakers are going to win the title in the next two years, which is the only thing that would make this trade good. And instead, they're going to be terrible – LeBron's going to decline. AD is not going to be able to carry teams to the playoffs because all we've seen is him not carry teams to the playoffs. And those picks are going to turn out to be great. And this is going to be a franchise-ruining event. The Lakers are going to be a laughing stock for the next 10 years. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Wow. Unleash. Unleash. Yo, but AD though, AD, but he, yeah, yeah. AD though. you sound like a goddamn Lakers fan. Oh, who oh, cares? Dude, Ingram, who cares? Ingram, Ingram, Kobe. Who cares about who cares about first round picks when we got AD? AD, have you seen AD play? Yeah, I've seen AD play. I've seen him not. I've seen him not carry Pelican, Pelican, uh, Pelicans teams to the playoffs, and I've seen him walk walk into the tunnel a billion times with with ticky tack injuries. Well, I would just like to point out your uh, you saying Josh Hart's the best player, a great three and D. He's twenty four years old. He shot thirty two percent from three last year and shoots sixty eight percent from the foul line. So he's actually a, a terrible three and D. Uh, doesn't doesn't do the three and probably isn't even that great. At hey, D. hey, what he's shooting this first year? He was injured last year. I tell you, he hit it off here. He's injured. All right, he was he was dealing with the leg thing the whole year. Okay, I mean the whole team was injured last year. <laughs> That's why we saw freaking Alex Caruso so much. <laughs> anyway, he looked good. He looked good. Hey, he was like whoa, whoa, thir- whoa, whoa. not literally, not literally. He didn't lay, no, aesthetically, <laughs> aesthetically, he looked yeah. terrible. But if yeah. you looked at the numbers, if you looked at spreadsheets, he looked good. His R, his R, his real he, he was like he, he was like the thirtieth best player in RPM wow. or looked, something. He, he looked like a, a weird bird creature from Game of Thrones. But oh, he looks like goose. Yeah. He looks like motherfucking goose from Top Gun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, Kyle Kuzma, the one they kept, shot 30% from three last year. So there's that. Yeah, Kuzma, yeah. That's what and I'm saying. Man, like, the, Kuzma's... the stats on Ingram is really bad. Yeah, oh. Ingram Ingram statistically is is terrible. You know? that, terrible. That was the dumbest take of all the Lakers fan takes, how good Ingram was. They, I mean, the thing is, he has flashes where he looks good, but then when you look right. at the stats, and also you realize he cannot play with LeBron. And it's like, if no. I were the Pelicans, what I would do – is I would just force feed him the ball for the first two months of the season and then trade him with his value highs because he's a good stats bad team guy. You can you could trick some dumb franchise into 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 paying for him if he looks good for the first two months. That's what I would do. These yeah. Pellies, man, these Pellies, they got a good team. Hey, they, I, I'm not I'm not uh, certain that uh, David Griffin's not done. I I feel like Thursday night might he might be willing and dealing still yeah he wants to move that number four pick. I, he must not like whatever is going to be on tap there at the number four pick. Right. So yeah, I think. You know, I I would say, Matt, that was a wonderful speech you had. I'm glad you let it out. I, I hope you've healed a little bit, uh, releasing your emotions. I, I mean, I agree with you. I think, look, the odds of the Lakers working out, I don't think is like super high. Like, I don't think they're like the number one team until we see how they fill out the roster and things like that. And there's always a injury concern with both of those guys. But man... Dude, AD is really, really good. And let's oh, factor yeah. in the fact that he played for a garbage organization. Mm-hmm. Well, so he's used to it. Okay, well. Okay, so he's used to it. <laughs> but, and this is what I said earlier. He is, I think, a 1B. Like, he has the skills to be a 1A. I don't think he has the mental makeup to be a 1A, though. Mm. You know, I think it's the same thing that we saw with Kyrie, right? Kyrie, when he was running the Cavs, couldn't make the playoffs. Not good. 
You put him with a LeBron who is the main guy and he's the second fiddle. He's a great second fiddle. He's the best Robin you're going to get. So they have the one-two punch that's stronger than I think anyone out there. I think LeBron could shape Anthony Davis up. I would also say, though, it could fall apart very, very fast. Oh, trust me. Oh, trust yeah. me. This shit's going to fall apart. Just yeah. trust me. But there's going to be, there's yeah. gonna be drama with the coaching staff. Oh, there's going to be bad. injuries. Yes. There's yes. going to be they're they're going to they're going to pick the wrong guys. They're going to bring in like the Morris twins or some garbage and it's trust me. But here's the thing. All that stuff that you just said was going to happen whether they had AD or not. So, if you're yeah. stuck in a bad organization with bad ownership and bad GMs and bad coaches and you can't figure anything out, I'd rather have AD on the team than Ingram, Lonzo and Josh Hart. Of course. Of course, I agree with you the next year. The problem is you now got no goddamn draft picks for from 2021 mm-hmm. to 2025. So, I know. Right. I know. You're so. going to be in a lot of trouble then. But you're going to yeah. be, you're going to be, <laughs> you're, you're gambling now. You're, yeah, you're absolutely right. gambling. You're going to lose now and then really lose later. So yeah. congratulations, dumb moron Lakers fan. That's why I'm saying I would feel sorry for them if they weren't too stupid to realize how fucked they are. Um, but I also think, though, with the Pelicans. Not me, though. I'm a Pelicans fan now, by the way. I'm, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know if I know. Oh, no, oh not Clips? Not Clips? I'm a Clips. I'm a Clips. I'm a Clips and Pelicans. Those are my two teams now. Those, Those are, are Pelicans. Nice, nice. Those are my two teams, yeah. I also think, though, that, yeah, like, hey, Pelicans, like, you got to change your organization around. Because, like. They started to. They're they, trying. They got but Griffin. They got I think, Griffin. I think they, they hired the Phoenix Sun training staff. So. They're trying to modernize, John. They're trying, but you still have a bad ownership group. You know, she's she's brand new. We don't know anything about her. She's brand uh, new. Eh, I'm, I'm going to say no. No, she's brand new. She she just started running. The, she's just started running the team. She's the one who's made all these changes. We don't know anything about her. Damn. Eh, so I'm still going to say she hasn't proven anything. What she's done really well was convincing an old man to marry her. And then, <laughs> and then cutting his kids out. Uh, she's really yeah. good at that. I, she seems pretty goddamn savvy. She's pretty yeah. savvy. But hey, Jeannie Buss kicked her brother yeah, out, a, and that didn't turn out well. I know. Just because but, you're savvy doesn't mean you're good look, at running a team. I, I reserve judgment, but I, she has done nothing to make me think she's a bad owner thus far. So, yeah. Oh, oh, breaking news. She just hired Isaiah Thomas's wife. Oh, <laughs> Wait, are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, all right. That's a, may, I'm making fun of Rambus's wife. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Linda Rambus. Yeah, Linda Rambus. Linda Rambus, Rambus. Linda yeah. Rambus runs the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. So we'll see. I mean, I think one thing that'll be really exciting is I think Lonzo and Zion together is going to be fun. If Lonzo yeah. can stay healthy, Lonzo yeah. and Zion is like a fun, fun Well. Combo. My obviously my love for Lonzo springs eternal, and yes. I'm hoping that when he gets to New Orleans, like I think part of the problems with Lonzo's shot was there was so much pressure and he was in his head. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to be watching the Pelicans. I mean, some people will be, but I mean, it'll be much lower stakes. You know, no expectations or, or smaller expectations. So I'm hoping, and with that training staff, I'm hoping he can turn his that career around. Staff. Get a little gumbo in them, yeah. couple boys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and, and and you know, I was lo- really looking forward to watching the Pelicans next year, but then NBA streams, the Reddit got banned oh. today. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay. You're gonna have to get. I'm gonna that, have to figure uh, out some way pass. to. I'm gonna have to get Dave's. Uh, oh, is, yeah, that, league pass. is that for real? Yeah, yeah. that's for real. The Reddit streams are no more. Yeah, they'll figure it Damn. out. Come on now, guys. They'll figure it out. The they'll internet figure, finds yeah, a way. Yeah, the internet the finds one. a way. Yeah, it'll um, be like when Napster was down for like a week and then we got yeah, something else. Exactly. Um, 
Also, though, look, I know you're saying like they changed their organization around, but I, they're talking about trading that number four pick for a veteran. It's like, guys, what are you doing? Like, I mean, it's a see, it, and that's the thing. It's like, are the Pelicans? You have the opportunity to turn it, like, turn it off. Let's start over with Zion. Let's try to get, you know, Lonzo right. and Ingram okay. going. Let's try to take this fourth pick and build something. You know, you you could still get a good guy at, at number yeah, four. Still get like Jared Culver or somebody like exactly. that. Exactly, you like, could like do it. Solid role player. But they're gonna. But look. If you had to bet, like, I bet they keep Drew Holiday for a really long time. And it's like, what you need to do is get rid of him and, and keep getting younger. Find some new, like, young talent. But Yeah, I, didn't, the, didn't the Suns, uh, weren't they, like, willing to trade their, like, the sixth pick for a veteran point guard? Didn't I see that? Yeah, I think, which, I, I, I agree with you, John. I do, which I do, is I do, weird. I do, think, I do think it depends on who the veteran is. Like if you're trading the number four pick for Bradley Beal, I mean I think you got to do that. Yeah, so. I mean Bradley oh, Beal, yeah. but he's like he's still really yeah, young. Yeah, but I yeah. Like or I, what if you trade? I, the- I thought I thought it was like Conley or or Drew Holiday. Ooh, that's ooh, the, ooh, that's that's what I. Well, that's they, what, I, I they said a veteran point guard. I don't think you can trade the number four pick for Drew Holiday since he's on your team, Dave. I don't think. I don't know. I'm not really as familiar with salary yeah. cap and the, the, how it works. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not Danny I'm not LaRue and Larry, Nate Duncan, but I'm pretty yeah, no, sure. I'm pretty sure you – No, no, no. The Suns. The Suns, yeah. Oh, the Suns. Okay. The Suns. Yeah, well, the Suns. Yeah, the Suns. The, 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 Suns. the Suns are looking to trade the sixth pick for a okay. veteran point guard. Hey, if, yeah. I'm the Pel- if I'm the Pels, I do that. Oh, yes, I can do that. Get, you Absolutely got, do that. You have to get or, – or the, or the Grizzlies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think I think look, I would maybe, like the Suns pick next year though, not this year, but anyways. But go ahead. Maybe and maybe the Pelicans keep Drew around for half a year, just to kind of show everyone, you know, like, hey, this is this is let's he'll be the professional for a while, but eventually right. you got to turn that team over because all your guys are nineteen to twenty two, and Drew's what twenty seven now. Yeah, he's know. not he's not young. Right. Um, yeah. So I hope they move on from him. You know, I hope they go really young, and then in four years, you're going to be so good. Yeah, once you'll, once be, you'll, Zion, be, you'll be having those number one picks from the late. Those 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 will be the top five, baby. Those exactly. Will be some, those and will it's be like the, picks, and the, and it's perfect timing because the West will be wide open yeah. by then, probably. But my um, guess is that owner's not going to want to bottom out. So yeah. They don't have the best ticket sales. They'll try to. I mean, gonna, they're going to rush it, and you know, well, I hope they don't rush it. I do, I don't feel like they need to bottom out when they have like. To, I mean, they already have their superstars in Zion Williamson and Lonzo Ball. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know what you I need. Mean, to, yeah, I, I know. know. Like with Lonzo, you're guaranteed tanking in the whole other year. So that's kind of <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, well, I will let you know how it goes, John. I will be watching the Pelicans yep. closely. I'll be watching. They, oh, also they have Jalil Okafor. So, uh, oh, I terrible, forgot about that. Terrible, <laughs> forgot about terrible that. organization, guys. I forgot, about that. Real I forgot about hey, that. He played, he played well uh, down the stretch last year. Oh, yeah, sure. John. Jeez. Sure. Stop uh, eating all that ice cream. All right. Should we move to our official draft preview? Let's <laughs> yeah, move to our yeah. official draft preview. We talked about preview. the bum-ass Lakers for long enough. I know. I know. But thank you. Thank you. It was, it was hard for me to get through you two equivocating over that trade for about five minutes before I <laughs> – <laughs> By the way, I'm just going all troll. I'm just – I'm going to get blocked by so many Laker oh, people. I, I fucking – these guys are so dumb and they're so into it and they're like they're, – they're dancing around. And it's like you guys just missed the playoffs, all right? Right. Have some. No, humility. it's like it's like it's like the five year old kid response to trade. Like it's like, oh, oh, we got the uh, good guy. 
We get the good guy on our team. Oh my god, I'm trolling. I can't. I can't. I cannot. Cannot keep my mouth shut anymore, and I'm gonna get blocked, and I'm gonna get uh, muted. I'm sure, but uh, that's the price you pay for speaking the truth in Trump's America. All right. Right. So, uh, first part of our draft preview, we're gonna take the top ten prospects according to our guest, Um, and we thought we'd have Dave tweet at each of them. Mm -hmm. This is a little special. Get at me, dog. We'd have Dave tweet at each because Dave's the best to get at me, dog. this, this was uh this was intense because I did it in like one afternoon just yeah. like so you had to tweet I it. just you... went down the list. All right, so let's 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 see the results. So first up, our first prospect, Zion Williamson. Uh, you know, obviously best prospect since since AD since bumass AD. <laughs> um, uh, what you what you tweeted, Zion, Dave? Yeah, most of these were uh you know my my distinct Photoshop mm, nice. uh, s- skills uh, on display. Uh, I said yes, it's true. I'm a Zionist, and I took a picture of uh, Zion National Park, and I got a, uh, I cut out a picture of of Zion Williamson like doing his signature uh, flexing, mm-hmm. and then I put like Zion, 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 like, uh, and and then I put a picture of Lauren Hill, uh, a copy of Lauren Hill's to Zion. Mm, nice, ooh, strong. So, do you want to reveal then, if you got a response now, or should we do it all at the end? What do you think? <laughs> I mean, do you want me to say now? What do you think, John? We should we maybe I should mean, we save it? I guess we the question her? is, does it matter? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't hey, matter. Uh, let, let's let's just remember all these guys are like under the microscope because they're about to get drafted. So. I see. I see. Well, okay. All right. All right. Well, why don't we just reveal at the end? All right. Let's. Re- all right. We'll reveal at the end. See, so that it, was sounds, it sounds like it's going to be an 0 for 10, but uh, just, <laughs> just reveal at the end. Uh, R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. Uh, fellow Duke, fellow Duke player. Apparently, he's going to yep. go number three to the Knicks. I uh, I screenshot the uh, Urban Dictionary uh, definition for RJ, mm. and I put um, his his picture and Richard Jefferson's picture on it. And I said, looked up RJ on Urban Dictionary and found this definition. Think this is pretty appropriate for RJ Barrett six and our uh, Richard Jefferson twenty four. Mm-hmm. It says RJ is one of the most lovable guys you'll ever meet. He's accepting of you no matter what. He's one of the most supportive, sweetest, adorable, outgoing people you'll ever meet. He really doesn't care what other people think about him and does what he wants. You can go to him for anything and he'll be there. And then uh, and then they had an example, uh girl 1, who is RJ? Girl 2, he's that guy everyone wants to be friends with. <laughs> So do you think somebody uh, somebody, wrote, somebody wrote that? Do you think our do you think Richard Jefferson wrote that? I was gonna I was gonna ask if Richard Jefferson or R.J. Barrett wrote that. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, Jarrett Culver. Oh, so so we we did him last week. Oh, that's right. And so at first I was like, eh, I'm not gonna do it. And then today I was like, eh, I'll just do one. <laughs> oh, you so found I, time. I, you found time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was like, mine was so fucking good last week, and I was like. Well, how can I top that? So I just I was like, I'll just try to amuse myself here. And I I did a poll. And I said, what what will Jared Culver end up eating for dinner on Thursday? Ribs, Memphis, pizza, New York Knicks, po' boys, Pelicans, or actual garbage, Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, actual garbage winning right now. Oh, oh nice, forty percent, forty percent. So All people right. people think he's going to uh, Cleveland, I guess. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll Brand- see. Brandon Clark. 
right. Brandon Clark is next. I have no yes. idea anything about Brandon Clark, although I did the social media um, scouting on him. So I know I know uh, people are high on him actually at the four spot now. Mm. Um, okay, but uh, uh, I found out that uh, he was born in uh, Vancouver. Actually, um, he moved to Phoenix when he was three, but he's from Vancouver. So I said uh, I photoshopped his face onto a uh, Vancouver Grizzlies uh, jersey. Uh, it's really said, good. It's really good. So, by the way. so Brandon Clark, twenty-three, was born in Vancouver in nineteen ninety-six when the Grizzlies were there. Bring basketball back to Vancouver and make this guy a star there. How dope would that be? Pretty good Photoshop. Nice, nice, nice. nice. All right, next up, Jackson Hayes. So, um, I guess he like really embraces like the sideshow Bob thing. Oh yeah, kind of like oh yeah. So, so I said, who's got a bigger sideshow? Uh, who's got bigger sideshow Bob vibes, Jackson Hayes or Rolo? And I put like a picture of each of them, like on a picture of sideshow Bob, and then I did a little, uh, little poll again. Mm. Who's winning? Ty. Mm, nice. 50 50. All right. Next up is Goga Itatse. <laughs> so all, all the way from Georgia. All the way from Georgia, the country. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, home of Zaza. Isn't Zaza is from I think Georgia? Zaza is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he doesn't have a Twitter, mm-hmm. and so I, I texted you too, and I was like, eh, he doesn't have a Twitter account. And John was like, why don't you just make a fake Twitter for him? So I did. Nice, nice. <laughs> and I've actually been tweeting at Sam like uh, the last couple days. It's <laughs> pretty good. But the first, the first tweet, I said Halloween costume idea, Lady Goga. <laughs> And I, <laughs> his name's Goga, I, I by the way. If listeners yeah. have forgot his name, his name is Goga. His name is Goga. That's so, the joke. Uh, so I put a, uh, I photoshopped his face onto uh, Lady Gaga. Uh, <laughs> another uh, example of something I tweeted this week was, the Raptors are championship team, and I am also champion of my friend group. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, this is very so, this is very 2007 Borat humor yeah, that we're doing yeah, with Goga. Yeah, yeah. But listeners, Who, please tweet uh, please tweet at Goga and act like he's real. Please please tweet yeah. at our fake Goga there, account. There have already been like a couple of people who are like Georgian basketball fans that think that this oh, account is so real. And so so great. You guys, you guys start tweeting at the draft scouts, like the Mike Schmitzes of the world, uh, yeah, and yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. "Why am I not higher? Check out these <laughs> highlights of me." I am, Goga is goat. It's so great. Dave's retweeting highlights of him that other people post. I'm I'm definitely like getting shut down any day now. This is so good. Having gone through all these guys' social media in the past two days, that is very accurate. That is what they do. That is literally what their likes and retweets look like. Wow. Okay. Uh, Next up, Jonte Porter. Um, uh, This one, this is probably my favorite one. Oh, not uh, the entire fake account you just made for Goga? That's not your uh, favorite? Actually, actually, that one's good because I can keep doing it forever but um, (laughs) until I get shut down. But um, so, yeah, so for Jonte Porter, uh, I said, trying to pitch my new sitcom, Porter House. Logline, three porters, Jonte, Terry, and Ham from the Sandlot live in a house together. Let the crazy begin. And then I put their faces on uh, like a suburban house. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. All right. All right. Next up. Next up. uh, Darius Garland. Uh, So I did a little research on him and I found out that he's a uh, Vanderbilt guy. So uh, I did a Photoshop of of him and uh, Luke Cornett and John Jenkins, all Knicks. 
holding a basketball together in front of like a Knicks banner. And I said, the Knicks already have two Vandy legends. <clears throat> Why not a third? I see you, Darius Garland. Nice. Hashtag New York forever. Hashtag Vandy boys. Mm. All right. Well, that's your worst one, but okay. <laughs> that one was bad. That one, that one was bad. All right. All right. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish next. Uh, another Duke guy. <laughs> yep. Another Duke guy. So I, put, I, I put his face on like a like an 80s like style like TV camera, and I was like, whoever drafts Cam Reddish has to have a camera on him at all times next season. Make it ha- Make it happen. Hashtag Cam's Cam, and I put his <laughs> put his face on this uh, this old school camera, and I put Cam's Cam on it. It's pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. All right, last last one. Who? This is the number two pick, apparently, John Morant. But yeah, well, I thought that was crazy. He put him at ten, but well, he didn't even put him at ten. He put him lower than that. I put him at ten because I was oh, like, you well, put we, him at 10. Well, we should talk. We should talk about it. So um, what, what do you have for John Morant? Uh, I took a picture of a of Bob Marley and the Whalers, and I, I put John Morant's face on one of the Whalers, like right next to Bob Marley. And uh, I made a little uh, little thing that says Jafiel. Mm, nice. I said I realize now when Bob Marley said Jafiel, he was talking about my dude. I got game twelve. Can't wait to see where you, your career takes you, man. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So good. All right. So, what's the results? What's the results? Any responses? Any likes? Any retweets, Dave? Not from them. Whoa. <laughs> no. Not, not even Richard Jefferson for the RJ Barrett. <laughs> no, no. That's why. That's why. Like the Darius Garland one. I was like, well, if I also tag John Jenkins, because what the hell is he doing? And Luke Cornett. Maybe they'll they'll get involved. They got involved. Uh, no. Yeah, I, the, the Vanderbilt uh, like uh, basketball community got involved, but that was about it. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Hey, you, there's people tweeting to Goga. <laughs> <laughs> no, They're tagging I know. you, and you're retweeting them. It's so good. I, I said to Corey, I'm like, this is getting shut down like any day now. <laughs> so good. When, once, once he gets drafted on Thursday, like, it, this oh, will be shut this down. This is going to be so good. No, yeah. keep tweeting. Keep tweeting. Keep, keep doing it. Keep, yeah. I just, would make it a little more serious. We, and then yeah, let's yeah, just, yeah. like, see what people do because. You got you to gotta campaign to be his social media manager. They got to just hire you <laughs> to just run the Twitter account. That would Damn, be amazing. That's true. Yeah, that would that's be amazing. True. Come on. Where, hire, where is Goga expected to go? In the draft. Uh, later on. I, I, later uh, on. Uh, uh, our guest our guest has has him way higher than I think. But he's he, I think uh, he's a, I think he's, he's a first he rounder. Smells, he he smells of Spurs all the way to yeah. me. Oh he's, man. He's, You're gonna get a once 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 it happens. I just gotta ta- like like yeah, hashtag go go spurs go like on every oh, uh, post. yeah, this will be great. <laughs> he's a tankathon, which is notoriously terrible at predicting right. uh, has him fourteen. Yeah. I mean, oh, he's, he's rising. He's oh, rising. Dave, post, yeah. post him like wearing the hat and be like, this is the best day I've ever had un- since like my first goat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See if you can go really viral with something weird. See if yeah. you can get Wob to retweet yeah. you. That'd oh, be great. yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I know. It's, I was like, man, Wob's got uh, Wob follows everybody back. I'm like, yeah. Wob's got to follow us. Yeah, I would say as soon as as soon as he gets drafted and has the hat, take that photo and make it his profile. People really believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be great. This will be great. All I right. really, you know, I really pumped my uh, blood, sweat, and tears into that, and uh, at nothing. Yeah, well, nothing. well, that's that's the super hoopers way. The listeners appreciate it. You know, yeah, we yeah. appreciate it. And also, any Hollywood execs listening, uh, I am open to actually developing porterhouse so I, I love that i'm in i'm in i want a piece i i, I tagged the kid who played uh porter in a sandlot i'm like oh like, this guy's got a this guy retreat. This. he needs he needs all the work the fu- he can get 
He's like a fucking Scientologist. I'm like, oh, this guy's yeah. not doing anything. He's just like talking to Xenu every night. Xenu. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man alright great job yeah. Dave great, great job, job thank, you, thank you thank, thank you thank you alright so on the line we have our draft expert our draft expert for this year Javier Pascara Pascara is that did I say that right <laughs> Just... much better than most people like, much better than my former podcast uh, I guess producers or co-hosts or whatever you want to call it so great yeah. job Calling in from Spain, doing some uh, doing some in uh, in uh, in person uh, scouting of the uh, of the of of the Spanish league. What's the, is the Spanish is the Spanish league called La Liga too? What is what is the Spanish uh, basketball? It's called like the basically basketball club association in Spanish. So it's like use an acronym of those uh, words. It's ACB. Ah, okay. So our plan is we're going to go through the top ten prospects, and uh, according to your list from the Stepian. Maybe you've updated it, but you know the the, the top ten. So we're going to go through, and then John and I, John and I did research on these guys. We traded off doing research on these guys, and so we'll give you our deep dive social media research, because you know where you know where the where scouts really fail is to evaluate you know character, and you can really tell that from social media, like really. Absolutely. So that's where that's our specialty is looking to social media and we try to tell what type of guys these are. You know, maybe you can add it into your analysis if you want, Javier. We'll see. I don't know if I know that much about those guys. So me, I don't really have Instagram myself or anything like that, but like I will make a point here or there if I if I can. First up, the legend, future legend, future Pelicans legend, my favorite team, uh, Zion Williamson. So, John, you had Zion Williamson. I mean, of course, he's like the best prospect since whatever. What what could you glean from his uh, from his social media? Well, I really focused on his Instagram. It's very, very standard protocol, clean cut, great images of him flexing, looking strong, highlights, things like that. His first post ever is just him doing sick dunks off the backboard, through the legs, just really showing himself as a superstar. Also posted with the Disney star called Peyton List and her 14 million followers. So the way I evaluate this is, one, he knows people are watching, right? So he's got a really clean-cut Instagram. And he goes after a young, talented, beautiful actress in Peyton List and her 14 million fans. So he's smart. He knows that he's got to build a big brand. He's going to take in all these people. This has LeBron James superstar written all over him. I'm all in Zion Williamson. Look, I agree. You know there's only about five Pelicans fans. So if he can take some of those 14 million uh, of her fans and turn them into Pelican fans, you know, he could double the, double the fan base. Yes. How, do, how, does, how does our analysis match with yours, Javier? I think that makes sense. Like, I think everybody loves Sion nowadays because he's, like, the fun-loving guy and, like, he has, like the, like, the magic type of smile and, like, he's, like, super charming and all that. But, like, I'm pretty sure, like, he's going to be turning to a, like, bad guy by the NBA or the media in time also. Like, he will make some, you know, like LeBron did, like, he will make his own calls and he will get, like, crucified at times and stuff like that. So it's all coming for him. I think he just has to set up, like, a great, like you said, like, a fan base and, like, a nucleus and a core around him in terms of, like, building up his his brand. And then he will be all set. But, like, for, of course, the downside is coming. But, like, uh, I don't really mind it. Like, I'm sure he will just take ownership of his career the same way LeBron did. He, he fits very well in that type of, like, alpha guy that is going to just lead your franchise for time to come, at least in New Orleans for now. And we'll see what, what goes on in the future, of course. Do you, do you think he's a better prospect than Anthony Davis was? I do think so, just because 
the position he plays and how close he's going to be to the ball and how much he's going to be able to like influence the game just because he will have higher usage on the ball in the right like if you are like kind of talking about the court in terms of like spatial and geometrical point of view and all that like he's going to be able to influence the game more i feel like Ooh, okay so he's so in your in your opinion he's the best prospect since lebron then yeah i will say so yeah so the Pelicans would not be making a mistake drafting him number one is what uh, is is what the Super Hoopers is the official stance of the Super Hoopers number t- so number two on your board at least on on the Stepien uh, when I checked was R J Barrett is he still number two? No, I that's from March. I we haven't updated our rankings yet. I don't think anybody has, but uh, because the system is a bit complicated to like make like a composite big board, you have to update everything with a formula on that. You haven't we haven't really got to it. I, I ended up moving Brandon Clark ahead of everybody else. And I wow. have uh, Brandon, Brandon Clark's second right now. RJ is like fourth, between third and fourth. It's hard for me to figure out between him and Jared Culver. But uh, for now, for time being, I have Brandon Clark second, actually. So let's talk about Brandon Clark. So why do you like Brandon Clark so much? <clears throat> the stuff he does is really special in terms of athletic use, basically athletic tools and the way he moves. Like if you watch him play and the way he contorts his body and uh, just uh, moves from side to side in the air, even just like after he has jumped already, it is almost like Jordan-esque, like the way he like can adjust in midair and things like that. And he's just a special athlete in terms of everything other than length. Like he doesn't have like the great wingspan that everybody wants to have, but like other than that, like he's just awesome. Like he has like top end measurements in terms of agility, sprint, speed, uh, obviously explosion of uh, of the floor and stuff like that. That was on on pair with like. Top, top top athletic point guard. So he's just really really elite as an, as an athlete. Has great feel, has great touch. He has more scoring like tools and ability that most people think. And he also has like terrible tattoos. But, but there have been plenty of guys with bad tattoos who have succeeded in, in the in, in the league. I agree with your first analysis that I think he should be the number two pick. Like I I did a deep dive on his Twitter and what I saw was that he has a great sense of humor. Like he's liking a lot of really funny tweets. He's very inspirational. He's liking a lot of people losing weight and he's retweeting people who are like losing weight. He likes like funny like country videos, but he's also incredibly handsome. Like he seemed like he just had that charisma. This is a green light for me all the way. Like I, I definitely think that uh, that he should be number two or not. I don't know if he should be number two, but I would definitely I definitely think I, I don't see any red flags in it. I didn't see the I didn't see the terrible tattoos that you saw. I think it was like an arm thing with wings and stuff like that. I used, but there are worse tattoos, of course. Like that, that, that can be the case. Like, you know, where is there? Well, I, I think also the work ethic. Like you think about how terrible his jumper was at uh, San Jose State. Like you can see just a clip on YouTube quickly. Like it was like a, a slingshot, like a weird thing out of the top of his head. And now, I mean, it's still weird, but it's much cleaner. So the guy has put a lot of work in over the year, uh, two years he's been at Gonzaga. So I like, use all that together for me. In a class like this one, there is like a little bit, basically weak after Zion. Like he just, he makes the most sense compared to the rest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking All at right. his tattoos now. They're not great, but, but <laughs> he probably could add to them and make it better. Right. Okay. Like he just Bonds needs to go full up, sleeve. Big brand. Yeah. Exactly. They're not good now, but. You know, we make mistakes as kids, and maybe he could come around. He can work on his tattoos like he did his jumper, and then he could be the perfect prospect. Very fair. Very fair. All right, so let, okay. let's go back to Barrett. Let's go back to Barrett. So you, ha- you have him three or four. I think what you have to like for sure is his transition play. Like, the guy's a blur in transition. He really runs the floor well. He has a feel for it, and he can pass also. 
more or less okay for his size. He has like these weird moments where he doesn't see his teammates, but like when he's focused on passing, he has like some impressive reads out of pick and roll, and he can actually like create uh, for others. It's just for me the more the most uh, problematic part of his game. Like he's not really that elite as an athlete. It's okay, but like not top end type of NBA athletic uh, wing and stuff like that. So. The mentality can be good and bad depending on what you want. Like he has this alpha male, uh, I would say like, I mean, not Kobe-like, but like that type of idea, like people want him to be that guy or that type of like a scorer or like just first option. And that's good if you are good enough to be that guy. But like if you are not, like that's just, I mean, could be a problem, you know, for team basketball. And I think most people are trying to compare him to that, like uh, that Kobe guy, that like, type of like even the Rosen or Jimmy Butler or stuff like that. I have like two old schools comparisons for him. One from my pal from the step and Ben Rubin that made, had an article about it, like Mike Finley from, I mean, his days, his days in Dallas and stuff like that. And I, it's a guy I like, like he could pass a little bit, he could shoot better than Barrett. And another one from my own, Jerry Stackhouse, everybody remembers him from Washington, Detroit. Uh, then he uh, was with Dallas when they were competing uh, in the middle 2000s and stuff like that. Another basically like small team score that could be like a bench slash or right scoring a better team. So it's just like difficult for me to see him as a actually franchise player, but as a complimentary wing, I think he's all right. It's just like the hype is a little bit too crazy, kind of. I mean, I, I hear that, but for me, he has a lot of red flags. Um, first of all, he wants to play for the Knicks. So, okay. Huge red flag. Second of all, um, he worked out a lot on his Instagram. He worked out a lot with Drew Hanlon. And I don't know if you know my history with Drew Hanlon, but I think Drew Hanlon's a charlatan. Um, basically a, basically a con artist. Um, so that's, that's a red flag to me. He has terrible fashion taste and probably the biggest red flag is he thinks Cam Reddish is good. So not, not the best talent evaluator. So, you know, take all that in. Um, RJ is a bit like a charmer, you know, like he likes to be like a little <clears throat> the center of attention and stuff like that. You could see that when they were interviewing everybody at the same time. And I feel like Sion kind of moved him out of the spot. I don't know how he took it internally. He obviously said all the right words and all that, but like, I mean, like your boy, Drew Holland. But like, other than that, I don't really know how that's going to affect a, a team in the NBA. I don't know if he's going to come with the right mindset and stuff like that, but like, he's definitely a worker as well. Well, so luckily, he's not going to a team in the NBA. He's going to the Knicks. So, yeah. S- let's, let's do Jared Culver. So, John, you did some research on Culver. What'd you find? I did some research on Jared Culver and a lot of red flags. A lot of red flags. <laughs> First of all, you're you're a top pick, and you only have twenty thousand Twitter followers. I, I know. And That's, Instagram, uh... he only has five posts. Bro, Instagram's okay. the fastest growing social network out there, and you you only think to post five times. That doesn't really seem like he has kind of the that attitude like that Zion had. Um, a lot a lot of God talk, like uncomfortable, not just like God is good here and there, but like a lot, a lot. Um, I mean, well, he's from, he's from central Texas, right? Like that's a little bit. Yeah. But like, it was still yeah. a little heavy. And then okay. here's, here's one that was a real red flag. He read, would you say, would you say he has outlier God talk? Is it? I wouldn't quite say that. We'll get to the outlier God talk. How high, how high or low in the Jonathan Isaac scale would you put him like? Yeah, it's yeah. The, the difference is Jonathan Isaac. I feel like believed it. 
and went to okay. church and did that. This just feels a little contrived and a little fake. And and I'll get jo- to it. I'll get to yeah, it. Jonathan Hold Isaac's on. walking the walk. I mean, he's, he's giving the, the sermons. Yeah. yeah. Like Isaac's Isaac's like sex is bad, guys. Let's stay virgins forever, huh? Right. No. And then here's one thing, huge red flag. Retweeted someone who said, when that police went to work today, he had no idea he would make it back home. Pray for his family. Oh, yeah. John. I, and John. it's, I just, I don't know. It feels like a little all lives mattery to me. It's just, it doesn't, <laughs> I just don't know. Also, some officers have desk jobs and are traffic cops. Like they're not all, sure. gonna, they're not all in the line of duty. Right, and right. really, really loves Kobe. And retweets a lot of Jamal Crawford. <laughs> and his photo Absolutely. and his photo and his his Avi is not properly balanced. It's like cut off a little. It's just the lack of Ooh. details and loving yeah. a guy like Jamal Crawford. I just don't feel like he has the star ability. I feel like he might be one of those numbered like three or four picks that just don't really catch on. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's all right. I have two counters for that. Like one of them is like he's one of the guys of former Super Hoopers draft expert and the Stepien draft expert, and nowadays uh, Philadelphia 76ers scout Sander and Paul. Like he really liked him before he actually made the jump to the Sixers. He was high on the guy. Like he played with Cyrus Smith last year in Texas Tech, and he didn't declare. Obviously, he's in this draft, but like Song had him like late lotteries, stuff like that. If I remember correctly, last year. So that's one point. And the other one is like he that he's at the top of the Luke's big board. Like he's one of the most handsome guys in this class, and other than Cam Reddis, that we'll get to later. But like other than Reddis and an international guard from Germany called Joshua Obiesi, the he's a really handsome guy as well. They're like probably the top three, honestly. So like he's really up there in terms of like looks to me. Uh but the, the I agree, like he's not really like a guy that is gonna be, I guess, a prime option in on offense. He's more like a just basically your second, third, maybe probably third in a good team type of guy. He can pass. He can pass over the top of pick and roll. He can create a little bit of the dribble. He's not like a great athlete, but all right. The shooting motion is a bit concerning, but he has improved. This is not guaranteed that he's going to shoot the ball well. But like he plays defense. He's like the type of player that you want to plug in because he's going to be a two-way guy. Like He really honed in on defense before he got this huge use uh, of the ball and he had to play like on ball the whole year. Like Last year when he was with Cyrus Smith and... Keenan Evans, that uh, was another uh, important guard for the Red Raiders. He was really good on defense. So I think he's going to be a good starter in the league. I just don't necessarily see a star. So it all depends on how you value the draft. Like sometimes a second, third, price third uh, guy is more valuable than a first guy that is not good enough to win you a chip, you know? So it depends on your team situation a little bit like that. But I would say that there are some strong points on his favor as well. True, true. Um, he, he had one thing that was good where he retweeted a blind and autistic singer from America's Got Talent, and he said, best thing you'll see tonight, and it was really good. Okay. So there, there is hope. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe he, he pulls it together. Well, you, you're talking about your looks big board that you keep. Brandon, Brandon Clark's not on looks big board? He didn't make it? He'll probably make the top 10, yeah. I would say okay. so. It's just okay. like, I think, I mean, it's just difficult to say with, with some of these guys. It depends on your taste, honestly, but I think... I think Culver and Redis are like objectively handsome. I, 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 yeah, I was googling them. I, I, I agree. I agree. Jackson Hayes, where's Jackson Hayes on your, on your, on your board currently? He has dropped a little bit, but just because, mostly because he's a center. Honestly, like it's just difficult for me to value centers that much in the draft. He's still, still like top fifteen, top twenty, but he was way higher back then than he is now, just because he's a little bit 
raw in terms of like physicality and like he's not like the he's he doesn't rebound for example like he's just a little bit of a one trick pony big right now i think he has the frame and the tools physically to be like a really like a strong and big center when he feels out he has a couple of curiosities about his uh, background i guess as a football background he grew up in ohio he's the son of a former tight end and right nowadays uh, cincinnati bengals uh, tight end coach uh, and he has like that type of game when he watch him when you watch him watch him play like he's not that tough but other than that he has that type of ability to catch the ball over the shoulder like a wide receiver like he has great special special awareness as a rim running guy like he really has a great feel for playing off ball because i guess he played receiver uh, growing up and all that like he had like a great growth spurt like last year of high school or whatever he was like 65 and he's like 611 now so he grew a lot so he's still adapting to his body but like he's a little bit raw not that physical he has a type of like excellent friend that you can see him like bulking up to like 260 270 and currently well like steven adams a little bit like that without being like that type of physical monster or like aggressor that steven adams is a little bit on the core but like he might get there you never know with that type of like football background i, I will that's would that would be the hope for me like, i don't think he's gonna shoot the ball for example got it well i did i looked through his social media and i will say uh i am a big fan first of all his name is Jackson Hayes, but he spells it J A X S O N, right? Which is just as the, God intended Jackson be spelled. Yes, it's just the cooler way of doing it. And all his social media, he because he because of his crazy hair, right? He's got this yeah. like crazy like reddish curly hair. He has sideshow bob. Yeah, his name is Sideshow Jacks underscore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. uh, he just and his his. Uh, Avatar is Sideshow Bob. So he's a Simpsons okay. fan, which means he's very intelligent because the Simpsons have great, uh, is one of the smartest comedy shows. Now, maybe I just have to find out whether he likes old Simpsons or new Simpsons because that's the real yeah, divider. Yeah, I was going to say, like, when he grew up, maybe it was new Simpsons. No, yeah, like, that's not good. maybe. Yeah. But um, yeah. I like that uh, his mom, very good looking woman, which is always good, and uh, just comes from good genes. I didn't know about his dad playing football, uh, but I like that. And nice research. That's yeah. Well, his dad look his dad looks out of shape right now. I've seen the photo. Uh, he wished him a happy Father's Day, but a little out of shape. Uh, <laughs> and then he did post a video of him windmill dunking from the foul line, which is pretty impressive. And anyone who puts their most impressive stuff on their social media is a guy who wants to be a real winner. I'm in on Jackson Hayes, folks. All right. All right. Um, so next on your list, um, Javier, is at least your number six uh, uh, in March was Goga Bitatse. Yeah, I think I think you say Go- Goja or something like that. Goja. I don't really know. I mean, he's from Georgia, but Georgia in Europe, obviously not in the States. Yeah. But like he I think he said you said Goja Bitatse. Yeah, something like that. Like I tried I tried to make it like an Italian would say because like Bitatse, something like that. I think that's it. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. That helps me out, but yeah, uh, I, I had. I think I still have him like yeah, seven or eight, honestly, so, like around that. So that that's fair still. You're much higher on him than like anybody else, really. It seems like. Yeah, I think so. I mean, now he has been keeping uh, picking up steam. I feel like like he's probably around. I mean, in at least in the teens or like late lo- lottery for a lot of people. But like yeah, I've been higher on him since honestly since early in the year, like January, February. I think like. I wasn't that high from his tape last year because he could have been in the draft last year, but like he really improved this year, both physically and used his game overall. Like he was shooting more threes, 
he was like basically improve a ton on defense in terms of mobility, like ability to cover ground and stuff like that, because he used to be like a little bit of this type of typical Euro center that doesn't have like top notch athletic tools. He's still not like great athletically, but he's got enough. He was playing like both. I mean, two different teams, one of them being former Nikola Jokic team in Europe, uh, Mega Mega Max, uh, Mega Max, Max. We had to have another name before, but it's just a farm system that is owned by an agent over there in in uh, Serbia that is basically the most powerful agent in sports in Europe uh, in basketball. And he has a goatee and he was a former fat guy. So like I think those two things are also on his favor in terms of the looks. Like he looks like a Western type evil guy, basically. You just can yeah, picture like him that way. Yeah, a little bit like that. And he can shoot the ball and rim protect. So like that's the type of like unicorn-ish skill set that you can have uh, and is really valuable in the NBA nowadays. And he knows how to play. Like he's he's not a great passer like a Marga Sol or a Nikola Jokic, but he's good enough. And he has like that type of Nurkic edge to him in terms of like being physical and being like a badass, basically. Yeah, well, he has no social. So uh, the Super Hoopers actually went ahead and created a Twitter account for him. So you should probably like tell the other scouts that that's actually Goja if you can, uh, Javier, and uh, you know get get the word out about the Twitter account. Uh, next up, Jonte Porter uh, on at least the March list. John, what what did you, you find out about Jonte? Very much like his brother. His brother, red- who, his brother who hustles poor kids out of money in video games. Yes. Um, oh man, I remember that that podcast. Jonte yeah. Porter, um, not not really good, not really good. We, we know he comes from a Trump loving family. Oh, that's right. They're also Trump supporters. Yeah, uh, most of his Instagram is it, it's uh, it's a lot of white girls, like a lot, a lot. <laughs> like pictures of white girls that he's him dating. Hanging out him I dating. See. He only follows thirty nine people. And yeah. it's mostly white girls. He also likes, po- I, I looked at his Twitter for likes. He has a like on Litecoin, which is like a Bitcoin knockoff, which is definitely oh, nice. very that whole like uh, libertarian, libertarian Trump kind of thing that I'm not, that is a bad sign. And also a lot of Ben Simmons shot slander he liked, like making fun of Ben Whoa. Simmons shot, but then Ooh, also okay. liking Markel Fultz highlights. So oh. anyone who thinks Markel Fultz is better than Ben Simmons is a no on Get my board. Jonte Porter, double thumbs down, just like his brother. Okay. I mean, I have a couple of things on Jonte. Like, I think uh, he reduced his body fat by a lot from the combine last year. So another former fat, fat ass, basically, he, mm-hmm. he improved there. He has, like, a long list of knee issues. Like, he has torn his ACL twice now, and he has, like, family history with injuries like obviously Michael Porter Jr. everybody knows about the back and stuff like that I think one of their sisters basically got medically retired from knee issues and the whole family is vegan which I support I'm a vegan myself but I don't know if that influenced you a lot at all in sports or not but that's that's part of it and then you have that type of like passing big man new age guy that everybody likes like a little bit like Boris Dio or even Jokic ish so I think that's interesting in terms of like how he can play I'll have him lower now just because they, they, I think that it turned out that he turned his ACL again and that those news were after March. And that's a little bit like both knees one year after another. Like it's just a little bit risky to pick him up that high and he's going to go in the second round probably. But like everybody in draft Twitter or draft community likes him just because of 
how good he's at passing the ball and like what he brings as a big like normally when you have a scoring brother you grab with a scorer in your team like he did with his brother Michael like I think everybody develops ancillary skills around that so that's why probably he turned out to be like that type of passer but yeah I have a question like uh, does he follow his brother in Instagram because that's a massive uh, he doesn't follow uh, follow even his brother man like that would be a little bit of a red flag for me no he definitely follows and he also uh, likes a lot of his brother or anyone talking good about his brother on Twitter Mm. So, okay. So not a lot of likes then. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh let's let let's let's talk about Darius Garland. All right. And this guy, Darius Garland, gets my biggest bus rating, like biggest red flag. Oh, wow. Do not draft this. Cover, previous winners of this were um, Dennis Smith Jr. in that year, so that's looking good. And then uh, I guess DeAndre Ayton was was last year our, our our biggest bust last year. But um, all right. So if you go to his Twitter likes, he has a lot of likes of just like like hot girls, like like hot girls modeling. Like he's just very very thirsty in the likes. And I thought it was like maybe a mistake at first, um, but then like there's if you just keep scrolling, it's like he keeps doing it. He also liked a very weird tweet of like a girl asking for money in a video game. It was like a back and forth with a girl basically asking people to send her money within a video game. And he's a clutch guy. He's uh, signed to Clutch Sports, which I always find very. I don't, I don't like any clutch guys. Basically, red flag. Red flag. Yeah, I mean, he's a really charming guy. Like he during the McDonald's All American weekend or like whatever, like the week of activities last year. Like he was in charge of like running interviews for the players and stuff like that. Like he was interviewing everybody. Like he's a real charmer and like a cute guy, kind of like that's the way. I mean, I I would not say like he's like that good looking, but like he has that type of like cute smile. His dad was a player in the late '90s or wherever. Like he played for the Warriors among others. He played internationally. He looked like a, this type of pudgy, small, a little bit like. Not fat, but like, you know what I mean, uh, point girl. And he's a little bit like that. I mean, not a bit, bit bigger than his dad, better athlete and stuff like that. He, to me, plays a little bit like Nick Van Exel, like that type of like scorer, like a guy who can shoot the ball. Just not elite physical tools. So like it's difficult for me, like all those Damian Lillard comparisons is are falling a little bit short. But like he can be a shooter because he definitely can shoot the ball off ball, on ball, that pull-up jumper. Like he has that type of... Uh, dynamism but like i think he's a little bit more limited than people think i don't think he's gonna be a total bust but like he could be one of those guys that gets picked fourth and ends up being like a career backup basically so that's a little bit disappointing of course another another i think potential bust is cam reddish john what'd you find out Ooh, so cam is a very tricky one to evaluate okay very couple- handsome as we know as we know he's- yes couple things though okay very boring instagram I think that probably was purged and taken over by, you know, an agent or something like that. Um, but his, his Twitter, his Twitter has been very interesting because it's a mix of very good and very bad. So first of all, he, recently he tweeted that he doesn't have a Facebook because someone has set up a fake account. So that's good. He got rid of Facebook, right? Facebook is bad. That's smart. He also retweeted um, and bashed when Laura Ingram told LeBron to shut up and dribble. So he's on the smart side of things, the good side. He's also from the Philadelphia area, so he treats a lot about the Philadelphia Eagles, which is good, world champs. 
loves Mo Bamba, likes a lot of Mo Bamba stuff. I, uh, I kind of like that. Yes, right? But here's the thing where it gets uh, it gets a little tricky. As you go deeper into his likes, once you get 2016, 2015, right? I did some deep research. Whoa. He gets thirstier and thirstier. Uh, like it's a lot yeah. of like girls uh, posting selfies and he's liking it. Yeah, that's that's what that's what Darius Garland was doing. Now, here's the thing. Most of them were just like like just pretty girls posting photos or like cute Snapchat photos of them with like the dog ears and stuff. There's a couple that were like one was like a hand up a girl's shirt. One was a guy with his head on a girl's booty. It, it just not good stuff. Um Right. Look, how is that making? How is that making past the agent? The agent needs to purge the likes. Come well, on. Here's the thing. Yeah, you also have to factor in he's from Philadelphia area, so you got a curve of you got to grade him on a curve. And this was the these were the deeper ones. This is when he was really in high school, and it's it he stopped liking thirsty photos, which is a good sign. Uh, but one thing he really did that I was proud of is when other people committed to a college or said they were going to a college or they got in. He would like those two. So it seemed like he was supportive of other basketball players, which is a good sign to me. Also very thirsty, a couple a couple scandalous ones of like an Eagles cheerleader calendar. So I don't know how to feel. It seems like he could grow out of it, but I also feel like he could easily be Dion Waiters 2.0. Both the guys that we found them liking like model pictures or being thirsty in the in the likes. Cam Reddish and Darius Garland are clutch guys. Mm. So I, I was gonna say like he ended up beating Clutz. Like he didn't oh, sign Clutz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I was double checking because I didn't remember correctly. But yeah, he did Clutz. I think he's with Octagon in the end. But like, okay, all right. Never mind. I was gonna say like it's a bit concerning for me that he was. I mean, I don't know how he looked in 2015 or wherever or wherever he was young. But like, a bit concerning to me that he got to like be that thirsty considering how good looking he is and he was in high school. Like he was a star. Look how like girls all over him, I would guess. Like I don't know if he's like aiming for the stars and like, looking up to like even older girls and stuff like that would be my guess. But like I don't know, maybe he's like socially awkward to deal with girls and stuff like that. The way he looks, like just, he should be getting everything on. Exactly. Well, I, I mean, all these guys. I like, will say guys. though, the girls that he was going after were quite good looking. So all maybe right, that's yeah. just him, like you know, playing playing that digital hey, game. Shoot your shot. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he. You said that he was from Philadelphia. Maybe the pool in his high school wasn't that great in terms uh, of girls. exactly. He, he like, might have been. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He might have been like, "Yo, I'm about to be a star. I'm a holler now." And it seemed yeah. like a lot of the girls were into him. So I think that's just how the kids, the kids, you know, how they talk. Yeah. These I days. mean, he's not that great at basketball, honestly. I, I think he's so right, but like he's like this type of like it's just difficult for me to value what he does because. It seems to me like he wants to be more of an on-ball guy that actually creates, and he's terrible at that. And then when he's, stuck, when he's only a spot-up shooter that defends, which should be his role, he seems to be like getting out of the game and like not that active all the time. Like he doesn't enjoy that that much. And he's, that's basically the role. The role he had in, in Duke would be his ideal role in the NBA, and he was like really bad at it. So it's just difficult. He has the tools and he has the looks. And he looks the part, but he's a little bit. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's similar as a player, but it could be a little bit of a Jeff Green scenario where everybody thinks that he's going to be much better than he is from the way you think he looks playing the game. And then he's a little bit just average and a, and a disappointment as a top five, top eight, whatever selection. Yeah. And I mean, like all the like analytical models hate him too. They have him like in the 30s. Yeah. All right. Last guy. Um, 
And a guy who, at least in March, was not was way down on your list, and he's projected to be the number two pick is John Morant. And you got you to tell me why I don't like him because er, I, I love everything about him. Um, he's an he's go ahead yeah no I mean I had him out no like I mean I still have him top ten or top eleven or whatever and I I have him like eighth now or whatever like to me and it's funny because I I started a thread in Real GM in the forums and I started a, a chain tweet back in the day like December 2017 whatever it was when he was starting to put up numbers as a freshman because he was putting like almost triple double numbers per. 40 as a as a freshman point guard when he was playing a little bit more off ball because Murray State had more talent uh, around him than he had, they had this year, and I was like not high on the guy, but like I was talking with scouts and guys that guys that are knowing the NBA or analytical guys and stuff like that, and they, everybody told me that yeah, models like him and he's all right, but like he doesn't look like a star. He looks more like a Monty Morris maybe type of point guard, like the Denver Nuggets guy, like just a basic basically backup point guard type. And then everybody, everything exploded this year, obviously, with the huge role that he got. And, like, he plays in a really low East level league. I really like his passing. Like, he has incredible passing. He has incredible vision. Like, he dares to make passes that not many people do. And I like his just aggressiveness in general. Like, his character, he's like a fun-loving guy and a great guy to be around. Like, he has that type of smile as well. I worry about his frame. He's not that strong. His shooting is weird. Like he has like a weird motion. The results are not terrible, but like I don't know if he's gonna shoot the ball great. And I think he's a little bit overrated athletically. Like he's good, but like he's not like the Aaron Fox. Like he's not that type of like he's not that quick. He's not that quick off the floor. He's not that fast. He's plenty fast, but like he's not. He struggles. For example, everybody talks about the dunks. Like if you see him dunking when he's like exploding off one foot instead of like two feet, for example, like he doesn't get nearly as high. Like he really struggles exploding off one foot. You can correct that to a degree, but I don't know if he can. he's the type of guy that is going to be like dunking in traffic like a Russell Westbrook or like like athletic guys like that that he is compared to just because he's not that strong. So to me, the complication with him is like if he's not like your first option like type of point guard, like he doesn't pan out to that level, what does he do for you kind of? Like you just like trying to find like a secondary role for him is a little bit difficult. He's going to go number two and get all the opportunities in the world. So he's a good bet to be productive at least, or and at least you can get a trade going for him like the Sixers did with MC, MCW. Like you can have him a year just putting up numbers and trading him if he's not good. But other than that, I'm not like super high on him, but I, I think he's a good bet in the top 10. Just two is a little bit too rich for me. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, I don't know. I liked what I saw. His Twitter handle is I Got Game, which is great handle. Which is great handle. Great handle. He, he, he just has great taste and stuff. Like, he loves breakfast. I'm a big breakfast guy. He loves Obama. I'm a big Obama guy. He loves the card game Uno. He was talking about how strawberries are way better than pineapples. Agree with that. His Maybe the reason why he's explosive off tube feet is his dad apparently trained him by making him jump on tires. And so maybe the dad only trained him off two feet instead of one feet. Um, he loves the NBA, the WNBA. Like he was like, he seems like a real fan of the WNBA. So he just seems like he has all the intangibles to be, you know, that that leader uh, of a team. So I, you know, I, I I'm giving him my biggest green light of of, of all of all the uh, of, of all the guys we've gone through. All right, have you uh, guys gone through his? Have you guys double checked his real name because you know Ya is not his name, right? No, what's his real name? Well, his real name is Timetrius Jamel Morant. Ah, uh, okay. Well, John's John's a better name. Yeah, 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 for I sure. Like yeah. That. So like that's that's like yeah, like 
some uh, what I mean is like some guys with terrible names used to turn out good also like often sometimes so I mean you have LeBron, LeBron already so like that type of terrible naming is, is over oh, there no, LeBron's that. a great name what are you talking about LeBron's I mean okay we, we can agree to disagree there <laughs> okay. you know you can go by <laughs> Ja right. too you have the first two letters yeah that's true man yeah, yeah. I could do that yeah, also I, sure. I, I had a follow up question uh, how are you a vegan with all that uh, delicious ham and cheese in Spain I know yeah. I never I I never like ham, man. What? Never ever oh. like Spanish ham. Really? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Never. Even when I was not a vegan, I never was into ham, man. Wow, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Let's give let's give our official top. I think our official top five Super Hoopers top five. Me and John. You could disagree, John. To me, it sounds like we got Zion number one. Yep. Yeah, we'll go with that. Let's go with John Morant number two. Yep. Number three, let's go with Brandon Clark. I liked, like I said, I liked what I saw from Brandon Clark. Okay, that's what so you're I'm going to put him, I'll put him three. Number four, I'm going to go with your word and put Jackson Hayes, number four. It seemed like you really liked him. Okay. And, and number five, let's do it. Let's put, let's put Goya. Let's put Goga, you know? I, yeah, I might even put Goga four and Jackson five. Okay, let's put Goga four. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. I think let's that's our top right, five. We'll, that's a strong that's top five. That's our top five. We'll see how it does. We'll see uh, how it does. You know, last year's top five, as we covered uh, before Javier came on, you know, it's doing great. Yep, we're, we're um, crushing it. Is there anything else you want to go over, uh, Javier? I would say, like, my biggest riser since March was uh, Tyler Hero, the guy from Kentucky. Like, he famously said, I'm a, I'm a bucket, when he was, like, shooting a free throw or, like, I something like that. I don't remember. I saw so, it. Like, I think John, yeah, John Morant really likes him. I think John Morant was, like, tweeting about him a lot. Yeah, uh, seems like he's a favorite to get picked by Boston also. So you will see him fitting right into that like white culture uh, yeah. over there. So yeah. I think he's gonna be a good one. Like I really like him as a player. He's like this type of white kid that is like a motherfucker. Like he really, he's really, he. I mean, he really likes to shoot the ball, of course. But like he's like that type of scorer. So he should fit right in over there. And I think he's gonna be good. I, I'm really high on him. Okay. All right, all right. Be on the lookout for him. Thanks for coming on. That was like probably the most actual basketball talk, actual smart analysis that's been on the Super Hoopers since Sean Darenthal came on exactly one year ago. So. <laughs> once a year we do it. Once a year we once do a year, it. Once a year we got to break out the experts. Yeah. It's actually an honor to step in on Son Su. So thanks for yeah. having me, my guys. Oh, oh, well, awesome. It's great. Awesome. Oh, right. Thank you so much, brother. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. Should we do Should we do little shout-outs and beefs? Little, Let's do that. Little shout-outs and beefs. Short shout-outs and beefs. Well, I'm going to beef. This is a typical beef for me, but I'm going to beef with people who are, again, bringing up LeVar Ball and what a problem he is. Oh. <laughs> so, no, I don't understand. I don't understand what the goddamn problem is. He says also, a bunch of crazy stuff. He's How like does barely that, around. He's like not even in the public eye anymore. How does that affect your team? People are like, right. oh, it's a nightmare. It's like Ryan Rosillo was on the Bill Simmons podcast. Saying, oh, it's way worse. Like Lakers were saying it's way worse. But here's the thing. First of all, he just says crazy stuff. You just ignore it. Um, you know, maybe he says crazy stuff about the coach or something like that. You just have Lonzo say, mm, that's not, you know, I don't believe that or whatever. It's not, it's not right. an issue. Right. It's just not an issue. Just ignore it. Just don't, don't pay attention. If you're the team, if you're the Pelicans. Second of all, everything LeVar Ball said about the Lakers was right. He was yeah. fucking right. Luke Walton was a terrible coach. Luke Walton was a bad coach. They were a horribly run team. That's what he said. I mean, like he was just commenting about how, what a shit show it was. And it turned out. He knew it was a shit show, you know, eight months before everyone else knew it was a shit show, and he was trying to warn us. John, you're you're acting like LeVar Ball was wrong. He's never uh, wrong. He never lost. 
I, I, I worked with him the other week. Look, okay. I still love LeVar, mm-hmm. but he also tried to tell us to our face that his son Jello is a really good shooter. <laughs> he's a, he's a really good a shooter. A shooter. Mm. He's like he's like Lonzo, great shooter. You put Jello on the team with him. That's two great shooters. And I was like, LeVar, you got to stop. Well, he's just doing the ball propaganda. He's, doing he's the ball just prop- look. Here's the I'm, thing. I'm I am I am certain that his, like his shenanigans are the reason why uh, Lonzo went second. Uh, you mean I'm, in, I'm a, certain. In, in a positive way or a negative way? Yeah, no, in a positive way. I mean, come on, Dave. Every draft, every draft model had Lonzo as the best prospect in that draft. So it's like it's not, 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 not from the get go. Not from the get go. All right. He 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 rose. He rose oh, yeah. a lot. Oh yeah, he definitely sold Lonzo and and. Well, I lost, Lonzo was also fantastic at UCLA. Like, Lonzo was. No, true, Lonzo true. Was. Yeah, but I think I don't. I would say it probably helped a little. What, he definitely what, brought what? up his his personality, his publicity. What, what podcast am I on with this Lavar slander? Look, what do you, what do you guys? I love him, but yeah, like, what you the, here's the thing about Lavar. <laughs> he does the thing where he says, you know, you could say like, oh, he was right about this. He was right about that. He's always right. He's also wrong about a lot of stuff. Lonzo oh, was not the rookie of the year. Lonzo so you're is saying not he's, that great he's of a like player. Us. He said, yeah. You know what I mean? He still Wait, thinks Jello is good. Are you talking about LeVar or are you talking about Matt? Uh, yeah, both. Both, <laughs> yeah, yeah, both yeah. people. Always wrong. Um, he did. We shot a video with him. I don't know if people saw it, but where he auditioned for Space Jam 2. And he was amazing mm-hmm. in it. And he's still wonderful and one of the nicest guys. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think he's been, uh, he's been, he's been wrong a lot. He's been wrong. Look, a lot. you can't expect a father to be correct about his son. A father's always going to think his son's better than he is. But yeah. He, he, he's pretty, he's right about the other things. He's right about things that are non, non-son related. I'd say. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you just say, Hey, the Lakers are a disaster. I mean, you're going to be right for a lot of it. <laughs> he knew before everyone else though. Everyone else was like, oh, we got to give Plinko a chance. Oh, we got to give Luke Walton a chance. You know, come on. Yeah. LeVar knew. LeVar knew. Yeah. Hey, shout shout out to uh, LaMelo. Uh, He's going to go play in uh, Australia. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's that's a great idea. Why not? What's wrong with that? Go to Australia, make some money. It's better than playing some podunk town in Lithuania. Yeah, exactly. That's a that's he's leveled up. He's gone from Lithuania to Australia. That's an upgrade, John. And and he's not good. So like, hey, come on, you got a props to him going. What about just like uh, going to college, the best (laughs) recruitment tool that has worked for everyone else? Look, he's blazing a new path. This is going to be a new path. He's going to make some money. Also, we saw how college worked out for Jello Ball. So, well, you just, I mean, that guy just can't play basketball. (laughs) And he didn't get to play college because he stole some sunglasses. That's my point. That's my point. In Australia, stealing is like part of the national culture. You know, it's a bunch of prisoners. So it's it's like, they just like, you know, there's no, there's not, not even price tags. You walk into the store, it's just expected. You just got to take it. So yeah, I I do worry about LaMelo because apparently he has game and he's really, you know, he can hoop. I do worry about him going away because now, you know, you, you have a question mark on playing for a different country, right? It's hard to be the number one pick if you're playing in Australia or whatever. Um, and so the only real piece of evaluation is going to be LeVar. So now Dude, that come makes on, it John, even this harder. Is a, this, is a, this is a world-class terrible take. There's plenty of overseas guys get drafted. Kristaps Porzingis, you know, Luka Doncic. It's not like you can't be an overseas neither guy. Neither of them went oh. one. 
Neither of go, them went number one. No, Lamelo's not trying to go, go one. Go you think Lamelo's trying to go one? Lamelo's yes. just trying to get the, go you the first have, round. Yes, everyone wants to go one. You think he has the talent to go number one? Come on, he's not. The, he has not the talent. He's not. This is not going to be the number one overall pick. If he doesn't have the talent, it's better to be in college where people can actually watch you and evaluate you and judge you accordingly than put you in another country. John, imagine this, imagine this isn't if the he's not the 19th best. century, John. It doesn't, we don't have to take a nah, steamship to go to Australia to watch him. Imagine if he's not the best player on an Australian team. Then he'll still get drafted. It happened to he'll Brandon Jennings. Drafted, Brandon Jennings got but drafted. It won't be nearly as high as Christoph Porzingis wasn't the best player on his team. I mean, like, these guys. Porzingis is also to... seven foot two unicorn. There's a difference. Lamelo's a regular point guard that that has an ugly shot still. There's and now he's going to be playing for another team. There's a motherfucker named Goga Bitazzi who doesn't even have a goddamn Twitter account that's going to go 14th of the draft. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, I think Lamelo. He, he didn't have a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, I think, Lamelo Ball, I think Lamelo Ball is going to be fine. I think no, no, but yeah, I would yeah. say this though. I think Lamelo has the game. He might have the skill that if he went to a college and put up stats plus the popularity, he could actually go pretty high. You know, like don't don't like if when you've already created the circus and one son has not lived up to the hype, the second son has failed miserably. Like it's like a god awful basketball look, player. I mean, come on. Now you, that third one, like I would just play it safe. Like I mean, look, I get when, what you're doing and you've done this whole thing. And you you thought you're going to create this billion dollar enterprise, but look, you know your buddy your buddy skipped out. Lonzo covered up your big baller tattoos. Like right now, Lavar is not not uh you know doing really well, and I just don't know if taking that son and putting him somewhere else and and just look, you can blaze your own path if it works, but when it doesn't work, it's really hard, and it's just like I don't know. I don't know. We'll this is some bullshit college basketball apologist like talk from you, John. <laughs> Sorry. This is like college basketball sucks. I'm all for these guys going oh, overseas. Wow. You know. So all right. I I don't know. I, I think like, I think I think because you're Lavar's son and because the other kids have not worked the way you thought they were gonna work. Right. Now you might be like, hey, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me th- for the third ball. You know, like you might, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's way riskier what he's doing now than if Lonzo was this amazing player. If Jello had made the league, even if he wasn't good, but even if he can make a G League team, you know what I mean? So, all right. All right. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Any more shouts and beefs? Any more shouts and beefs? You saw, you saw, uh, Fred Van Vliet, right? Uh, uh, with the, uh, (laughs) saying fuck pop. During the parade today. Oh, did he really? Yeah, it was like caught on his like Instagram live. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. And I, I would like to, that was going to be also my uh, beef uh, with Matt uh, and his take about the Spurs again. Because mm. some things It's not have, aging well. Yeah, because here's a couple other things. Uh, you kept saying we haven't heard what was offered. We haven't heard what, what was offered, so we don't know. Um, but the truth is, we have heard some things that they asked for, right? And this is one thing I forgot last week, but it's true. They asked for Ben Simmons for Kawhi, mm. which, which, if you're the Sixers, you wouldn't do it. Well, you got to right? ask for it. What's wrong with you that? You can ask you for ask, it. Okay. You got to ask for it. But you have to have reasonable asks. So you okay. asked for Ben Simmons, that's a no. And then Ramona reported that the Spurs, uh, that the Lakers really wanted Kawhi. 
And the Spurs asked for the same package that the Lakers just gave up for AD, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and then the Lakers turned it down. Maybe rightfully so because they weren't sure about Kawhi's health or anything of that. But here's the thing, Nat. Just because the Lakers wouldn't give up Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, and first-round picks doesn't mean they wouldn't have given up some of those. I, I told you, I, I, agree, I agreed you should criticize the Spurs for not training with the Lakers. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. There's no, there's no debate there. It's because they should have just asked for less and still end up with anything better than DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, I agree. So you asked, agree so the I thing agree. leaked. And uh, once again, I was right, man. We already knew they weren't training with the Lakers, John. We already said that last week. There's no, you, you've given us no new information. Jesus Christ, what a waste of time. Uh, <laughs> um, I like the beef. I, I got a beef. I yeah, got a beef, beef with everybody calling the Raptors trade for Kawhi risky. There's no risk. You got off DeRozan's contract. Like, you wanted to get off that anyways. No. It was there brilliant. Was, it was brilliant. It, it, what it was a win-win. Jacob Pirtle and a, and a late first rounder, you would have traded that for Danny Green. Like, there, that trade, if Kawhi Leonard never played a game in Toronto, it was a good trade. If he yeah. literally sat out the whole year and said, I'm not playing there, it was a good trade. Because you got off the DeRozan. That Raptors team was never going anywhere. You wouldn't need to rebuild anyways, and now you got off this giant contract. It was not a risky trade at all. It was a win-win. Yeah, exactly. I, know, I mean, it was a win for Toronto, no matter what. Exactly. Look, I agree that look, they, when you that, can when you when you're sitting there and you can swindle Greg Popovich and RC Buford, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you do it. Right? When you find old, delirious, formerly good basketball minds that are deteriorate deteriorating right in front of the whole world, you take advantage of it. All right. You want all DeMar right. DeRozan? <laughs> all right. Sure. Look. What do I what do I have to give you? Two first round picks for him? Wait, okay. What? You're gonna give me Kawhi Leonard? Okay, right. Pop. Okay, Pop. All right. Downfall. Don't forget, they also got $5 million. They also got $5 million from, the, okay. from the Spurs. All right. All right. All right. Oh, uh, I got, uh, I got oh, a couple of... No, no, of we got to wrap this up, Joe. We got to wrap this up. I got a shout-out. Yeah. Screw you. I got shout-outs. You Javier's ranted waiting. about how bad the Lakers hey, guys, were for like 30 minutes. You guys got minutes. a guess. You yeah. got a guess, Joe. Yeah. You can yeah. guess. Yeah. I got a shout-out. I got a shout-out family, all right? I saw oh, long-time Jesus. listener, my man Danny. Cousin Danny, uh, or my wife's cousin Danny, uh... His daughter, Lily, had her first birthday party. And in the Korean culture, it's called, uh, hold on, I'm going to pronounce it right. Tul. 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 Very big celebration for the family. Danny's a big listener. Even his wife listens when they, they do construction. They're, they're mm. flipping a house. Uh, she listens. She said she loves the pod. She says we have great banter. She says mm. most pods suck, except you guys. Okay. And uh, shout out my brother-in-law, Eugene. He's been talking about the pod. We asked him on FaceTime what he thinks about the Lakers trade, and he said, I don't know. i got to listen to you guys to, to see uh, what I should think. Well, wow. so, that's the right so we'll answer. We'll see. We'll see. He said he loves LeBron. He says he's, LeBron's a good guy. My wife doesn't like LeBron. Well. Uh, so according to Matt, terrible trade, Eugene. All right. Well, thanks for listening, Eugene. What, for listening, what did the, uh, what did, what did, what's, what's the daughter's name? Lily? Lily. What'd she pick? The oh, Korean yeah, culture, yeah. You, so for people who don't you, know, you pick, uh, the Korean first birthday is – they take the baby and they put out all these objects on the ground and the baby crawls. Right. And whatever object they get, that's what they're supposed to be when they grow up. So you put exactly. like a calculator and they be, they're going to be smart. You put, <laughs> you put like a paintbrush, they're going to be an artist. Well, yeah, you put, the Asian parents usually put like, you know, uh, a stethoscope for a doctor. Stethoscope. And then uh, <laughs> a cross, a medical cross for a different type of doctor. Yep. And then yeah. something else Le- for an anesthesiologist. Legal, legal yeah, pad. Yeah. Uh, the other one is just a hundred dollar bill. 
They just right. they really want the baby just to find money. Right. Uh, but but she got uh she got the ukulele. Oh, oh, oh so a little little uh, big Lisa, disappointment. Yeah, yeah, little Lana's more set. Maybe a little well, pix- why, manic pixie why, dream girl. Why was that even out there? Why? Why? <laughs> Look, that was they were trying. Eugene, were you're try- like LeBron, I, and you're you're putting the ukulele Danny, out yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, Danny, make a, Danny, make oh, a mistake. Never, she make a mistake, Eugene. Come thing. on. Don't. She's going she's gonna to be a YouTube influencer. Yeah. She could be. She could be. <laughs> All right. You know. But maybe, look, Korean pop music's big these days. Maybe she's that's the true. next hey, BTS. That's true. K-pop she star. could be BTS. K-pop star. K-pop. Okay. K-pop. They'll do acoustic album. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got to get to our guest, John. Could we? Oh, uh, yeah. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. He's waiting. All right. All right. Thanks again. All right, fellas. All right, Dave. Until next time. Until next time. Keep pooping. Keep pooping. Another NBA podcast, Bebo Talk now. An hour of wise cracks. Ah, oh, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. Super hoopers. Ah, oh, what crap is that? Yep, dude. It's another NBA podcast, Bebo Talk now. An hour of wise cracks. Ah, oh, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. I wow. So you call yourself Super Hoopers. Knock this shit off right now. Y'all biting Super Troopers. Put this on, I'm going like LeBron. True maneuvers. Come on, John. You spawn nothing but stupid bloopers. A boring part of shooting hoops and shooting shit. Well, Matt and John think they producing these hits. They making me yawn and I'm losing my shit. They always wrong about who to pick. So I ask the two chicks if they do assist. But when they use their dicks, all they do is swish. Stupid like the Knicks and poor singers Always tired as shit and can't bring it Just like the Sixers uh, Living in the past Couldn't win a championship to save their ass facts John, it's like a cantaloupe, right? It's okay to like them Just don't have Brian Colangelo's child on an island Super Hoopers, ah, what crap is that? Yup, dude, it's another NBA podcast Bebo Talk, nah, an hour of wisecracks Ah, fuck y'all, give me that hour of my life back Super Hoopers, what crap is that?